This program is an attempt to communicate the importance of our lives. Songs will be about personal things of our lives. So let us take time to speak and feel together, to communicate man to man through folk music. Hello, I'm John J. Thompson, and on this special episode of the True Tunes podcast, we have loaded up the jukebox with some of the albums, and this time singles, that have meant a lot to us this year. As I have said before, I have long resisted the call to list what I think are the best albums of the year, because things like this are so subjective, and because there's just so much great music out there. Critics often use those lists to demonstrate how cool they are, or how serious their tastes might be. I would like to approach this episode the same way we did the special Takeover Edition when we highlighted 20 great albums of 2020. This time we'll listen to 30 great albums from 2021 and 13 great singles as well. We've got a lot of music on tap for you this time, as well as a special ride-along playlist that features over 125 songs from 2021, so that no matter what life has in store for us for 2022, at least we'll have a lot to listen to together as we face it. So, let's get right into it. As I said, we've really tried to resist the best of idea, but certainly one of the most impactful artists on Bruce and I continues to be His Golden Messenger, which is the creative moniker under which MC Taylor lives and moves and has his being. Taylor has been a force of underground Americana soul for years. A troubadour workhorse, Taylor would normally be out touring, writing songs on the road, recording them quickly between shows, and playing tonight, probably somewhere near you. He has been a curator of great independent and roots music, a student, a writer, and more. So, when COVID hit and he got locked into his Durham, North Carolina home, Taylor decided to turn his forced retirement into artistic and personal growth. He dug deep and crafted a batch of songs that may not be his most adventurous artistic statements, but to my ears and heart are certainly among his most powerful. Quietly Blowing It blends country, rock, jazz, and soul sounds into backdrops for songs that contemplate, as Taylor described it earlier this year, alienation, disorientation, and self-hatred, and the inverse of those things. I'll be honest, 
I've had more moments of anxiety and frustration this last year than I have felt in decades. This was a record I found myself queuing up frequently when I just needed to calm down and breathe. Oh, and at the end of this year, His Golden Messenger released a Christmas album called O Come All Ye Faithful that might be my favorite Christmas set since Bruce Coburn's. Seriously. heard Elizabeth King's amazing story on NPR and had one of those pull the car over and write this down moments. King, who is now 77 years old, fronted an all-male gospel group in Memphis in the 60s called the Gospel Souls. She had been singing since childhood and credited the Lord for saving her from a serious illness and protecting her after she was critically injured in a major car crash. The doctor said she would never walk again. She refused to accept that. But in 1973, she walked away from a promising gospel career to raise a family that would eventually come to include 15 children. A couple of years ago, her original producer, the Reverend Juan D. Ship, reached out to her. He had been tapped by a new Roots gospel label called Bible Entire to help release an old Gospel Souls album that had never seen the light of day. Might King be interested in coming out of retirement to record something new as well? She was, and did, with the Sacred Soul Sound section backing her up and other MVPs and luminaries contributing. The result is an 11-song Roots Gospel Feast on which King sounds amazing and Bible Entire instantly became one of my favorite labels in the world. While many of the artists on this year's list have intentionally made thoughtful, careful, excellent projects informed by the insecurity, weakness, and doubts we have all been experiencing due to this pandemic, there is something wonderful about Elizabeth King's gospel music. At 77 years old, King certainly has some wisdom and encouragement for us from a rock that is higher than us. Down at the end of a bomb Shell of a house where my friends and me used to meet. Someday the old flesh will give way to the new. Find a functioning mirror inside and slip right through. It might sound as if the Mountain Goats Dark in Here is a concept album based on lockdowns, pandemics, and the corresponding anxiety and terror that results from such aberrations, but the truth is that Chief Goat John Darnielle had written and prepared all of these songs prior to March 2020 as a companion piece to the band's album Getting Into Knives. It's just that Darnielle, who happens to be one of the most gifted and disciplined artists out there, has been telling stories about characters trapped in terrible situations or their own shadowy minds for 30 years. For such a time as this, I guess. The Mountain Goats, a project that for a long time was a celebrated lo-fi cassette-only solo project by Darnielle, is now a complete band, and Dark in Here, despite its desperate themes, is their most richly recorded project to date. 
Darnell is a prolific and articulate communicator. He has always allowed his Christian faith to inform his three-dimensional art alongside the ugly things in the darkness, as he says. He is a novelist, a podcaster, and a songwriter who, years ago, served as a nurse. He has become a real hero to me in this last year. Dark in Here is a fantastic way for newcomers to get into the Mountain Goats. Tracked at the legendary Fame Studio in Muscle Shoals, Alabama, with extra sauce added by the likes of Spooner Oldham and Marie Tomlinson Louie, no less, Darnielle and company bring their novel-like songs to life in full color. And if a song like Let Me Bathe in Demonic Light doesn't give you something to think about, well, I don't know what to say. Fruits of the Spirit Heavy on the vine Undying hunger Deep in the bloodline Dodge the hook like a steelhead Swim right through the night Break the surface and rise like a geyser When my time is mine Smiling people had it figured out If I could be someone else Someone beside myself I might have a little less to cry about I'm on the other side of the glass Looking at the life they had Ain't it so much better It's always easier to believe It's easy for them to be I was expecting to dig Taylor Lenhart's album once it was finally released. I had heard a couple of the songs at house shows, and of course we had her on the show earlier this year, and she let us hear how one was written. She's just such a great songwriter, and the idea that she was going to follow her Americana influences fully was very exciting. But when Hold Still finally came out, I don't know that I was quite ready to love it as much as I did. Clocking in at a tidy 10 songs and a bit over 40 minutes, I found myself listening on repeat, often. While Taylor is certainly earning more and more respect in the indie scene, it seems only a matter of time before the wider world catches wind of an artist of her unique talent and heart. A couple of kids got hit by a Union Pacific train Carrying sheet metal and household appliances through the pouring rain They're planning on getting married after graduation Baby girl, trouble came and shut it down Things like that ain't supposed to happen In this quiet town Families are tight Killers soared like rocket ships on their glimmering and quite brilliant 2020 album, Imploding the Mirage. Though recorded pre-pandemic and showcasing the band's unabashed love of Springsteen's 80s-era stadium rock, they never got to tour behind it. Like so many other artists on this year's list, that meant an opportunity, or maybe a compulsion, to go back to the drawing board for something completely different. 
In the killer's case, the result is a dark, pensive, bleak collection inspired by the small Utah town Flowers called home as a child. Like so many forgotten rural hamlets, including one I lived in as a kid, these places have been ravaged by the opioid crisis, economic injustice, and general hopelessness. If imploding the mirage was their born in the USA, at least they had the bosses Nebraska to refer to here. The songs tackle hard issues, including direct questions about the faith these people put their hope in and that seems to have let them down. By avoiding simple answers, or even any answers, this project became powerfully resonant in 2021. Come back now, even if you call me out, you might be angry now, of course you are. I'm scared too, didn't mean to take it out on you, I know I always do, you're the strongest person in It's not too late Either way I lose you in these silent days It wasn't right But it was right On time This really was a huge year for Brandi Carlisle largely because she seems to have become aware of and embraced her role as a particular kind of encourager. When the pandemic first shut things down, Carlisle was one of the first artists I saw who used her resources to develop high-quality live stream experiences to bring special moments for her fans and to raise money for her road crew. As big a Brandy fan as I was before this year, that all doubled. Then there was the release of her incredible memoir, Broken Horses. Seriously, this was one of those can't-put-it-down books for me. And I was amazed at how brutally honest Carlisle was about her own failures, doubts, insecurities, and victories. She also describes a faith journey that is challenging and adds resonance to her songs. And that all leads to the album, In These Silent Days, another Dave Cobb production, and another flat-out masterpiece for Carlisle and her compatriots. There's not a song in this album I don't love, and I have lost count of how many times I've spun it, and I can't imagine getting sick of it. Brandy Carlisle has become one of the most important singer-songwriters working today. The album opens with another epic but sensitive ballad, Right on Time. Shades of Maria McKee, Dolly Parton, and Elton John can be heard up in the rafters, but this is now all Brandy. And when that electric guitar kicks in, you just want to light a candle to Cobb and pray that the guy wears his seatbelt, doesn't smoke, has his vaccine, and is living right. Because, holy moly.
And if you have kids and stay gentle doesn't get to you, well. Darling, stay wild if you can. The girl with the world in her hands. The kingdom of heaven belongs to a boy. While his worry belongs to a man. Stay. comprehensive review for Variety, which I will link to in the show notes page, Chris Willman said of Alison Russell's breathtaking solo debut, Outside Child, come for the catharsis and stay for the high level of musical craft, or, you know, vice versa. Russell, who many here will have first heard as a member of the amazing band Birds of Chicago, is a seasoned songwriter, singer, and instrumentalist. For her first solo statement as a songwriter and vocalist, however, Russell chose to run straight into the darkest corners of her own story and light some blazing fires. Outside Child is a slow-burning, brilliantly crafted, and inspiringly brave collection of songs that deal with the personal trauma Russell experienced as a victim of extended sexual abuse at the hands of a white man when she was a child. Hers is a profound story of grotesque injustice, unbelievable stamina, and ultimately the joy of escape and the freedom that comes from forgiveness. The whole project was recorded by producer Dan Nobler in just four days, almost entirely live in a studio, with contributions from the McCrary sisters and several of Russell's frequent instrumental collaborators from the Birds of Chicago and other ensembles, including her husband, J.T. Nero. Russell's ability to contemplate such personally dark and painful subjects in a way that leads to such grace, freedom, and empowerment is utterly captivating. Yeah, hey, uh, no church in a while. God, please help out your child. I'm pandemic to my limits and they treating me so foul. I was trying to help my people, felt like Moses for a minute. But these people called me fake and told their children not to listen. I thought we was family, I thought we was kin. Deeper than our skin, I thought we was blood covered by it for our deepest sins. I ain't been to church in quite a minute, partially because I'm nervous that these folks won't let me in. I be feeling like they hate me, and lately they twist my words up to bait me, and I try to. 
to dispel the rumors, but all that's driving me crazy. But if I'm honest, there's some pastors who passionate about my peace. I be wanting to blame the church, but some of it reside with me. I finally opened the try at a Torah club or a church. After quarantine, I was like, man, I'm good if I never search. But I need the people like I need my senses. Hopefully we find consensus and we come to our senses. No church in the choir. The latest release from Lecrae's Reach Records team dropped right at the end of the year and features a fully formed collaboration between the veteran rapper, producer, and genre leader and a fresh-faced 22-year-old Atlanta-based trap artist known as 1K Few. According to the press materials, Lecrae was starting to pull together another church clothes compilation when it dawned on him that no one had been wearing church clothes in quite a while. Whether staying home because of pandemic shutdowns or because of issues related to frustrations with the institution itself, almost everyone he knew hadn't been to church in a while. The implications therein made for some interesting song fodder for he and 1K Few, who he has been mentoring and developing to explore. The resulting 10-song, 26-and-a-half-minute-long project is encouraging, challenging, highly listenable, and sonically unique. 1K Few calls his brand of trap-style music street gospel, which I love, and No Church in a While is exactly the kind of genre-bending, ear-and-heart-to-the-ground music that can make a real difference for people in days like these. There are dangers only fools ignore On the ocean in a thunderstorm We've got true hearts beating and we're swimming to shore No, I don't always do my best Yes, I know you've been a witness Still you rescue me We talked through the choir's Deep Cuts album exhaustively, so I won't repeat much here other than to say that, fortunately, it too has aged very well. I have featured every song on this album, and most more than a couple times, on our weekly Spotify mix, and it's amazing how strong they stand up next to just about anything out there. If you missed that episode, make sure to go find it. One Pilots' Tyler Joseph has been pretty transparent with the band's fans about his struggles with depression and anxiety over the years. So, in 2020, as we all got shut in, 
It's no surprise that millions of kids were eager to hear what Joseph and his musical partner Josh Dunn had to offer. A couple of singles dribbled out, which was great, but when Scaled and Icy, a title that referred to the way life and music had become scaled back and isolated, finally hit, it was big news. Though not nearly as dark as Trenches, and clearly committed to something at least sonically more effervescent than anything the band had previously offered, these tunes were nowhere near as bubblegum as one might expect. The lyrics welcome and reward close examination, even discussion and debate. Some fans noticed that Scaled and Icy is actually an anagram for Clancy is Dead. Clancy was the protagonist character on the Trenches album, by the way. What I can say is that this is as clever, catchy, and smart a collection of alternative pop songs as I heard all year. That's 10 albums down and a whopping 20 to go, so let's take a quick timeout. Okay, back to our 2021 Rewind on the True Tunes podcast. Phil Madeira's album Hornet's Nest dropped early this year and stood up well throughout months of repeated listening. Solid traditional music like his tends to do that, I guess. We had Phil on the show and heard all about this album. Not surprisingly, Madeira already has another album, Bliss, on deck for early 2022 and is in the early stages of plotting a Phil and Friends Mercyland Christmas project for next year as well. Baby, the way you look at me John Foreman had a big year, with a long-anticipated new solo project and an impressive new Switchfoot album. Both are excellent. His new solo record, however, really hit me hard. The first song I heard was the advanced single, Jesus, I Have My Doubts. It's classic Foreman, melodic, sweeping, enveloping. But that lyric really resonated with many of us this year. Jesus, I'm sorry about last night. Jesus, we both know I tried. Jesus, if you sack the world's in pieces I'm sure you've got your reasons But I have my doubts Jesus, I have my doubts Another standout track is his duet with Madison Cunningham, Side by Side. Well, you and I, as different as snowflakes Side by side, start to melt in the sun
Foreman has such a unique voice, musically and lyrically, and it's so good to hear him as a solo artist again. One, two, one, two, three, four. I chased you into the light And I stayed there to see myself pure All the ashes, the scars, they fail They pale in comparison to yours There were footprints the size of the universe There were fortunes that no one could earn So I chased you farther still And I hope that I never return From the river's mouth To the mountain From the great divide to the valley deep I need you to carry me Hot on the heels of last year's Out of Body, Need to Breathe decided to jump right back into things, which in this case meant renting a house south of Nashville and setting up a live-in studio so they could record in quarantine. The resulting set of songs, Into the Mystery, is both the band's most intimate and most artistically exciting to date. What it lacks in terms of anthemic swagger, it more than makes up for with songs that become universal in their specificity. The closing track, West Texas Wind, might be the best Need to Breathe track yet, and that's saying something. It's dark and it's quiet in my house tonight Babies are all gone to sleep It's hard to imagine a better life than the one I get to lead I had a glass of wine But my mind is clear These walls, they talk to me Don't blink an eye You're a young man now But you won't always be My blood and my bones My heart and my hands They try But I'll run into you like West Texas wind Singing, God, I need you Oh, how I need you God, I need you again I'm a praying child, period. That's where I get my freedom. I tell you, freedom to me is the ability for men and women, all created equal, to speak Think and do or not do what you want. I've been a fan of John Batiste's unique blend of jazz, soul, and gospel for many years. 
He has always had an inspiring sound and what seems like a mission to uplift. So when I first heard about his 2021 album, We Are, and started hearing the lead singles, I got very excited. Landing somewhere between Motown, New Orleans, and Memphis Soul, Batiste offers up feel-good grooves, reach-for-the-stars embellishments, and meaningful and timely lyrics. Shining gold like summer now Calling down through the clouds Are you sunward sailors now? Think it's time, think it's time We tread the dawn We dedicated a full episode of this podcast to the Greyhavens. David Radford walked us through their new album, The Blue Flower, before it was released, and I must say it is aging quite well with me as well. The album... And the conversation inspired me to go back and reread C.S. Lewis's Surprised by Joy, which was a delight. I still have not had a chance to see them play these new songs live, though. I do appreciate their attention to detail and the opportunity to think about joy again, especially these days. You bring the comfort I'll bring my thinking You bring the new wine, Lord I'll bring the drinking bring your spirit I'll bring my weeping oh, I have nothing else but the promises you're keeping I'll be honest specifically sacred music had a hard time getting through to me this last year there were some noteworthy exceptions though and Andy Squire's album was definitely one of them I recall not being in the mood to hear anything like worship music the day someone sent me You Bring the Morning, and I listened almost out of obligation. When it hit me, between his vocal delivery and these powerful gut-punch lyrics, I could not stop the water from reaching my eyes when he got to the line, You bring the new wine, Lord, I'll bring the drinking. You bring your spirit, I'll bring my weeping. I have nothing else but the promises you're keeping. After a welcoming, ascending piano line, he opens the entire album with the line, Here's my harvest of heartbreak. Here is my threshing of tears. I'd give you my dream, but I lost it Down in the locust years Still praise is the song that I'm singing Even though sorrow's my tune my love is only a whisper now But nothing is wasted with you The beauty and strength of Squire's work is that he seems to actually understand the potential and purpose of lament. This is not a meditation on misery. These are songs of ascent as well. But even the most melodically and lyrically inspiring songs have their feet fully anchored in the human experience. Well, there's nothing worse than feeling like you're first in line for losing. I thought my life was cruising, then it crumbled all the way. 
I had a lot to give, but what I gave should be forgotten Unnoticed like a stranger, I'll surrender for the day Well, this night was an illusion, it came down like an intrusion I stepped through the night, though I can't stand it sinking low I'm a witness to the fight between the darkness and the light You're a mean old world I'm leaving, though I have no place to go You're a mean old world I'm leaving, though I have no place to go This old world took me for a ride I lost everything I had and then my pride So much that I don't know, but I guess I'm set to go On his third album, Renewal, bluegrass breakout star Billy Strings manages the nearly impossible. The young, edgy prodigy somehow both stays true to bluegrass's strict traditionalist rules and injects his music with enough imagination, vulnerability, and swagger to be the kind of picker even non-bluegrass fans will love. The Michigan native has just enough twang in his voice, and his sense for hooks and melodies is at least as strong as his ability to shred. Add to that a willingness to expose his own personal demons and call out challenges and hypocrisies he sees crippling society today, and we have something unique indeed. In fact, those demons, be they his personal struggles with addiction or heartbreak, and the societal breakdown we see cascading around us, have some things in common and the renewal we all need is available if we are humble enough to seek it. Bruce had to remind me that the full soundtrack to Electric Jesus came out in 2021, and it definitely has to be on this list. I'm so glad that I don't have to worry about bias here. Most of the songs have been such a big part of my life for a couple of years now that I forgot when they came into all of yours. From the original 316 songs featured in the film, to the more obscure background songs, to the brand new tunes by Daniel Smith and Danielson, to the score elements, this whole thing works surprisingly well as a collection. I mean, name another movie for me that has a director and composer write and record a new song just to use as barely discernible background music coming out of a radio in one scene. The soundtrack will remind you that the tune We Just, which hilariously pokes at evangelical prayer lingo by simply repeating the words We Just as its only lyrics, was supposedly cut by none other than Joy Explosion, the previous owners of 316's Mighty RV. Fleming and John's recording of Don't Toss Us Away is a stunner too, and the brand new Steve Taylor and the Danielson foil tune Ecstatic Delight was one of my top tracks of the year. Oh, and make sure you listen all the way to the end of the show. We have a rare vinyl copy of this to give away to one of you. We'll tell you how to enter later. But it's never gonna
One of my favorite metal bands, Demon Hunter, did something interesting this year. They've long been known for their ballads, so this year they gathered most of those epic, melodic tunes and re-recorded them with exclusively acoustic instruments, guitars, piano, strings, etc. These aren't merely strummy, strummy, folky things, though. They went for it. Full string arrangements, drums, backing vocals that sound like choirs. It sounds like a massive undertaking. For the most part, the project works remarkably well. Ryan Clark's voice is significantly stronger than when the band started nearly 20 years ago, and the new productions allow the strength of the songs to really shine through. On the 2019 Starflyer 59 album, Young In My Head, Jason Martin seemed to be teasing the idea that he might soon be shutting down his musical pursuits. Well, not so fast. Between that album, last year's Miami EP, and the new full-length album, Vanity, it seems to me that Martin is hitting a new gear. Vanity, which I'm pretty sure refers more to the ecclesiastical form of the word than anything related to excessive pride or arrogance, is probably my favorite Starflyer album yet. From the rich, crystal-clear production and additional 80s-friendly synths to vocals that are both recorded more cleanly and performed more intentionally, this is the most accessible and catchy Martin has ever sounded. Elements of Joy Division, The Cure, Peter Murphy, Echo and the Bunnymen, Psychedelic Furs, and even Bowie can all be found, but it never becomes derivative. Producer T.W. Walsh really brings something special to this set of songs, positioning everything just right, and adding in sonic elements we are not used to hearing on Starflyer tunes, but immediately love once we do. Really, this is just a fabulous rock record from a veteran band and a great indie label, Velvet Blue. It's worth finding a physical copy too, as the letterpress artwork is stunning. Cause it's what I 
That brings us up to 20 albums surveyed so far. Back with more after some quick housekeeping. Thank you once again to our newest Patreon members. Hey, Kirk and Peter, welcome to the team. And I want to send a special thanks out to our patron saint backers, Ray Cole, Kevin Bianchi, and Mark Feldbush. Our patrons support this show with monthly donations of $5, $10, or $20. And last year, that added up to just enough to cover our website, security, and hosting fees, which was incredibly helpful. In return, they get early access to episodes, and they get high-quality, lossless WAV files of each episode that they can download. We also have occasional Zoom meetups, some special live streams, and more. We even made a special patrons poster, for instance. You can find out more about becoming a Patreon member by visiting patreon.com slash truetunes or finding the link on the show notes page. If an ongoing patronage thing is not the right fit for you, but you'd like to give us a tip to help with the costs associated with the show, you can find links for that on the show notes page as well. Thanks. Okay. Let's continue our 2021 Rewind on the True Tunes podcast. The house is gone, disappeared underwater like the town did, but I'm not alone. My baby likes to laugh when the going gets tough. She said, baby, if you love me, that's enough. This one might hurt, could be a little bit of pain up ahead there, gonna take a little work. Holding on for life, oh baby, there's nothing left for miles And I'm living on smiles from you She told me God won't give us more than we can handle She said I fell in love with you because you're strong Told me God won't give us more than we can handle And at least we've got each other if I'm wrong Like so many other artists, Lucas Nelson and his band Promise of the Real had to cancel a tour and hole up back home in the spring of 2020. Ever the songwriter, and given to a positive and encouraging nature he may have inherited from his famous father Willie, Lucas began writing new songs and plumbing his own archives for tunes that fit the moment. A few stars apart, produced by, we'll just go ahead and call him a super producer, Dave Cobb, was cut at the famous Studio A in Nashville, yes, the same room Willie recorded in. It was also cut to eight-track analog tape. While not bothering to run away from the obvious influence of his old man, Lucas and the band draw up their own version of Cosmic Americana that would make Graham Parsons and Gene Clark proud. More than we can handle, with that promise that I think more churchgoers misunderstand jumped right out at me. But We'll Be Alright, which is definitely the most Willie-like Lucas has ever sounded, has the most eschatologically satisfying message to my old ears. We'll be alright If we can hang on Our love will guide us To where we belong Empires will fall Everything 
we've been talking about Inhaler since they dropped their first single a couple of years ago. And sure, at first the fascination may have been due to the fact that lead singer Eli Hewson is the son of Paul Hewson, also known as Bono. But quickly, very quickly, this young band lived up to the hype with several passionate, dynamic, explosive singles, and they finally released their debut full-length album, It Won't Always Be Like This which really feels like the soundtrack to not only these young men's coming of age, but a document of how many are experiencing this pandemic. This set maintains a fascinating level of continuity despite the disjointed circumstances that brought it about. I told you about Berlin artist Romer's Straight Bars and Guns album on last year's Roundup, and if you thought that was a stripped-down set, wait till you hear I Fly Solo. This collection is just a voice and a guitar, and some of the most spacious and beautiful songs I heard all year. I had a rare chance to visit with Romer, also known as Ben Seidel, last summer when he stopped in Nashville for a few days. Our Patreon backers even got a surprise livestream concert and conversation with him that night. If you're not keeping up with Romer, you should be. I come to the table Those who aren't able to fight Come to the table All who aren't able to say No more right To the sick and tired, lost, lonely liars, hypocrites and the vile, no depraved, broken every way, murderers and pedophiles, the owners of slaves, mothers of the grave. Fathers who defile Or the fools like me Who casually burn For their idols Oh wretched man That I am Who will save me from this day Oh, wretched man that I am Who will save me from my day Come to the table Here's what I said earlier this year about Bill Maloney's latest album, A Clamoring of Ghosts. I haven't changed my mind. Imagine that you could wander around the caverns of your own soul for a while. Like, somehow you could crawl into your own heart past the guards you have installed, and just take a stroll. Terrifying, right? 
Melanie seems to have taken on the job of the busker priest in there, sitting under a lamppost, churning out songs that twist the prophetic into the poetic, soaking them in some whiskey and lighting them on fire. It's beautiful as the light from the flames dances off the walls of the chambers of your heart, but a voice deep down is whispering, don't miss this. There were three riders not be exactly the 77's album fans have been aching for, but their recent collection of old school hymns and gospel songs, inspired by the hymn show portion of their weekly YouTube livestream and the tradition country and R&B artists often have of including a hymn or gospel number in their sets, is actually quite a bit more impressive than even I expected. Oh, here church people say they are in this holy way. song selection is great for one thing you know i'm gonna take notice of a sister rosetta song while bluesy romps like don't let the devil ride and praise god i'm satisfied are to be expected from roe and are done quite well his willingness and ability to tackle country and southern gospel songs like in the sweet by and by and softly and tenderly with nary a wink of irony gives this set a richness that recalls roe's solo work overall this is a lovely graceful and even fun gospel record that belongs in the front room on the old record player Softly and tenderly Jesus is calling Calling for you and for me See on the portals He's waiting and watching Watching for you and for me Come home Come home Ye who are weary Come home Earnestly, tenderly Jesus is calling, calling, oh sinners. Steve Griffith, Bruce Spencer, and Jimmy A., with a bit of help from Michael Rowe, returned this year with Vital, the first new Vector album in over a quarter century. Vector always set a high bar in their musicianship, their lyricism, their production, and even their packaging. Griffith has somehow lost nothing in the vocal department, and drummer Bruce Spencer, whose multiple talents as a vocalist, songwriter, and producer have been demonstrated on the weekly 77's YouTube live streams for over a year, assumes a critical role as the ringleader here. 
If I miss anything that I loved on previous Vector projects, it would be their artful use of synthesizers. But Roe, Spencer, and Abeg rocking, along with fellow 77's member Mark Harmon here and there, and those Griffith vocals, well, I'm in. We started last year with a conversation with Kevin Max and a sneak peek at an early rough mix from his new project with guitarist and producer Eric Cole, Sad Astronauts. Blending elements of 80s alternative pop with more modern indie rock and bringing in John Mark Painter to help drive it all home in the studio, Sad Astronauts debut, Adult Fears, is a fully realized retro-futuristic fusion. Hopefully you read my piece on Jeff Elbel and Ping's defiantly gleeful concept album that is, literally, about pain earlier this year. I can't call it a true review, and I make no claims to objectivity, as Jeff is one of my closest friends and I was one of the dozens of his comrades he invited to sing and play on it. 
but Three Finger Opera has been standing up as a wonderful blend of progressive rock, classic power pop, and old school rock and roll. There is simply no way to extricate the sound of the record from the amazing cast of friends Elbel pulled together to contribute to its formation. And how artfully that assemblage fits into the theme of community that brings lift to the grooves. Michael Rowe of the 77s, Derry Doherty of the Choir, Becky Hemingway, Glenn Kaiser, Chris Taylor, Cy Kernan of The Fix, Greg Lawless of Adam Again, and many others joined Jeff Elbel's core band for a heck of a ride. Though the specific theme focused on a season of physical pain Elbel endured due to nerve damage, well, again, the mojo fits the energy of this year perfectly. This is an original Ping long-playing record, and I am your narrator. I'm now going to present the true story of the Three Finger Opera. You can follow along with me in your liner notes. Propaganda is in the midst of yet another artistic evolution. His book Terraform is a collection of essays and poems that contemplate the idea of forming a new world in the ashes of one that is dying. Terraform serves as a metaphor, making a livable space somewhere that was once inhospitable, as a way to talk about the formation of culture, community, and even our faith and politics. The first collection of songs connected to this project was called Terraform the People, and it focused on issues and ideas related to community, justice, and building culture. In the second installment of his Terraform series, Sky, he digs into the concept of that which is above. Few artists in any genre think as three-dimensionally or create as boldly as propaganda, and this multifaceted Terraform project is required listening and reading for sure. You know, if we're not careful, Mars will be just another gold rush. Just another gold rush, another pre-Columbian America. You know, if we're not careful, Mars will be just another gold rush. Just another gold rush. Another pre-Columbian America Scraping, raping, scratching, gouging Making up lines, then screaming mine In the newly formed oxygen Tapping planetary veins In search of arrogance In the forms of rocks Imaginary wealth You know the real millionaires Are the gold rush were the shovel salesmen I think we going about this all wrong We going about this all wrong Your name I cry out to you Can you hear me cry? 
Bruce and I agree that no album surprised or enchanted us as thoroughly as Natalie Bergman's Mercy this year. The more we listened to it, the more we wanted to hear it. From the carefully constructed sonic style, to the way she shapeshifts her voice into different characters to fit each song, to the lyrics that just knock you to the floor. Where many Christian musicians will try to be as clever as they can be, thinking of ways to talk about God without saying the G word, or resisting the plastic demands of the marketplace by refusing to say the name of Jesus too often or ever in their songs, here's a young mainstream artist on Jack White's Third Man label making amazing music about her own journey through grief and pain, and Jesus is all over it. While Natalie's story is intensely personal and her songs flow from that story, they become relevant to many of us because it turns out that we all have some version of that pain going on, especially right now. As I thought about the untimely death of a friend or the frustration I felt as I continued to see the fabric of community, especially the community of faith being torn apart by politics, power, fear, and paranoia, it was often Natalie's voice that came to me with comfort. So, thank you Natalie Bergman and Third Man Records for releasing such a fantastic project and for allowing us to help spread the word about it. Let's take it from the top. Come on, shine your light on me, sweet Jesus, sweet Jesus. will have to do it for now on the album section, though the playlist for this episode will point you to a slew of other fantastic albums that came out this year, including projects by Charlie Peacock, The Lone Bellow, Lowland Hum, The Arcadian Wild, Antoine Bradford, Jess Ray, Amberlynn, Five Iron Frenzy, Yola, Martin Joseph, Vanishing Shores, Julian Baker, Delta Spirit, Hannah Miller, Jonathan McReynolds and Molly Music, Chris Taylor, and so many others. But now, we'd like to shift over to the singles category. We've pulled together a baker's dozen, kinda, and we're gonna switch over the jukebox from 12-inch to 7-inch format. If you'll give us just a minute, we'll be back with a lot more music right after this. True Tunes is on the road. I've been to Indiana, California, Tennessee, Iowa, and Illinois so far, and I'm currently looking at opportunities around the country. These conversations have been really fun so far with me bringing a turntable and some records and my guitar and often finding artists or other special guests to join me. You can follow all of the action at truetunes.com events. And if you'd be interested in having me come speak in your neck of the woods, drop me a line at jjt at truetunes.com and let me know. I'm also excited to be aligning with the Porchlight Network for house shows. Porchlight is a growing network of house show venues around the country, and you can learn more at porchlight.art. So, for house shows, look me up at Porchlight. For schools, venues, churches, or other opportunities, just connect with me directly. Thanks. In addition to this podcast and the articles we post at truetunes.com, I curate a special playlist on Spotify that gathers around 40 songs each week from brand new releases to deep, deep cuts 
and from across a wide range of genres, including rock, Americana, indie, gospel, blues, sacred music, soul, and more. You can find the mix right there on the front page at truetunes.com or on the show notes page for this episode. But once you follow it yourself, it will live there in your Spotify browser and update automatically, usually on Wednesdays. Seriously, friends, this project is a major part of our plan to curate both music and community here at True Tunes, and it makes a big difference if you take the time to follow and listen. And if you have a massive road trip coming up, find the archive list, where all previous lists get saved. It now features over 5,500 songs. And as great as Spotify is for music discovery, please remember to support the artists you love once you discover them there. Thanks. Okay, we're back with 13 singles from 2021 that we think you should check out if you haven't already. Scott Taylor's new album had actually released this year, it would certainly be on the list, but it will in fact be a 2022 release. A few singles have released though, and I have chosen Signs and Wonders here. And all of you artists putting out albums in 2022, now you know where the high watermark is. Sandra McCracken and Liz Weiss released this three-song single just in time for Advent, and boy did it fit the season perfectly. Three cover songs, R.E.M.'s Everybody Hurts, U2's One, and Neil Young's Only Love Can Break Your Heart, all produced by Tyler Chester and recorded in a no-tricks, organic style, landed like an empathy bomb just as the nights got long. Just 
this is just a straight up, fairly faithful cover of Pastor T.L. Barrett's Like a Ship, which you heard us talk about on our Jesus on the Mainline jukebox feature. Bridges has such a great voice, and with so many great original songs to his name, it was pretty cool that he covered this. I've been really feeling like, oh, it's been a long time. It was early morning, late nights. We was praying for the sunshine. All in this whole time, I've been at it. If you want the outside, you won't get it. Can't break me out, won't let it, won't let it. And now I feel like a million. I hope you rockin' with me before we was hot like the summer. Before the wrist was chilly. Before conversations on the terrace with a view. Ooh, you know I always wanted you. Ooh, you know I always wanted to, wanted to. had a massive year with multiple singles and a double album so there was a lot to choose from but this track is one of her best Montel Fish is unbelievable. Although all of his tracks are worth checking out, start with Talk To Me, a simple, almost meditative song that seems to be begging for an answer. With just a clean electric guitar and that voice and songs recorded at home, this New York artist has completely blown up online. Madison Cunningham released a string of stellar singles this year, but no album. This track, Broken Harvest, features both her uniquely percussive guitar style and a wonderfully contemplative lyric. Round and round this broken rap resembling and stopping on window shopping for love, for fame, for anything that would take me. And when I'm done taking up space while I'm coming home late to a dirty place. Half awake, the broom, the rake, take the kid out of me. Just say the word, just say the word, and I'll give it up. The word, and I'll hang it up. Your 
Blitz and Trapper released the demos for their Holy Smokes and Future Jokes album, one of my top albums of 2020, by the way, and it's fantastic. This acoustic treatment of the song, Sons and Unwed Mothers, is especially sweet, recalling those great 70s cosmic folk groups. this valley I was searching when I thought I heard a call But the echoes in the canyon so much like my lover's voice Were the high white cries of eagles spinning careless in the wind This might just be today's version of light rock, but frankly, I don't care. This is a song I needed in 2021, and I dig Amos Lee. There, I said it. Even if it don't come true, dreaming is what dreamers do. Heaven's keys on green to blue. Never gray. Even if it all goes bars, your pretty pearls are fade to rise. Angel wings to angel dust every day. Worry no more. Oh, worry no more. It's an open door for you. We just had Adam Lamar of Beach Chapel on the show, and I'm nuts for the kid. This song, Shiny Stuff, should have been a big-time radio tune, but alas. It was more like a pop hit falling in a forest. Who knows what the future might hold, though? I could swear up and down these lives that I'm a good man. My right hand 
I have no idea where people discover Dave Barnes these days or what genre this is, but man, this song hit me right. It's been a long time that I've been feeling feelings, but the tricky kind that I just can't shake is no good. Chasing down the meanings When every sign points a different way Just a little bit faster Just a little more slow Well, you're already past it Just a little ways to go Now with a little more feeling And a little less flair Well, it'll work out, I swear This one made it to our Spotify mix several times. Lee Nash and Ruby Amanthu could sing just about anything and it would sound cool. But a song like this, powerful. I've grown tired of being so careful About speaking my truth with soft words Out on the streets I'm fearful even though inside I know my worth But I'll never give up Even when it hurts Because love is still turning over tables And love still makes the blinded I see There's a healing that's waiting in the water Still making good trouble, good trouble, good trouble. My God is still making good trouble, good trouble. I love Anita Wilson, and this song came on my Spotify Discover Weekly Mix one day when I was running and I could not stop smiling. Can you clap your hands? Bob your head? Feel good. Give an honor to 
This single is simply stunning. Just an acoustic guitar, a pedal steel, John Mark McMillan, and the War Treaty singing their butts off. Wow. There you have it, 13 great singles, 30 great albums, and don't forget that you can hear all of that and over 100 more excellent songs from 2021 on the special Spotify playlist linked on the show notes page or over on the True Tunes profile at Spotify. Underneath the 
That's a little bit of my wife, Michelle Lynn Thompson's new song, In the Hollow. It's another of my favorites from this year, but I felt weird putting it on the main list since I played harmonica on it and, well, I'm a little bit biased about it, but thanks, Michelle. Before we sign off here, I wanted to pull my little soapbox out for just a minute. My son Jesse and I were just remembering several conversations we were a part of or overheard as 2020 gave way to 2021 last year. 2020 was such a hard year in so many ways that most of us were more than eager to kiss it goodbye. And it had been the same with 2019. And now, as 2021 wraps up, Jesse rolled his eyes a bit when someone else said something about turning the page on this year. Do they really think anything changes just because the year is called something else, he said. Is it going to be any different or any better next year? I hope so, but no. The date on the calendar doesn't mean a thing. It's a construct, a line in the sand. The tide rolls in tomorrow and washes it away. But we will still be here. In the same way that events like the explosion of youth culture in the 1950s or the Vietnam War and civil rights struggles of the 1960s both reflected and influenced the zeitgeist of those eras, this global pandemic we are all currently experiencing can be heard and even felt in the art being produced over the last year. That's how art and culture works, and I wouldn't have it any other way. But in this particular moment, as things we have long taken for granted fail us, our institutions are being pushed to the breaking point, many of our relationships are strained, and many are questioning their most fundamental beliefs and assumptions, artists are stepping up. As hard as this year has been, likely because of all of that, it has been an amazing year in music. I suppose that is what encourages me about so much of this music and about the potential it represents. I can't control the circumstances around me, but I do have choices to make about how I respond to those circumstances. That starts in my heart, the seat of my emotions and my imagination, and then it works its way out through my choices and actions, eventually forming habits and attitudes. Art helps to shape my heart and imagination. That's why it has always felt so important to me. Instead of trying to escape the pain or tension or doubt, the good stuff is helping me through it. I'd like to close this episode with a reading from Psalms that C.S. Lewis said was his favorite poem in the book, and maybe one of the best lyrics ever written in the history of humanity. Psalm 19 is broken into three sections, so I will read it with a couple of short breaks. The first six verses meditate on the perfection of God's creation, his natural law. The next seven verses consider the beauty and wisdom of the written law of God and how good and sweet it is. The last verse is a prayer of response to the whole meditation. Psalm 19, for the choir director, a psalm of David. The heavens proclaim the glory of God. The skies display his craftsmanship. Day after day they continue to speak. Night after night they make him known. They speak without a sound or word. Their voice is never heard. Yet their message has gone throughout the earth, and their words to all the world. God has made a home in the heavens for the sun. It bursts forth like a radiant bridegroom after his wedding. It rejoices like a great athlete eager to run the race. The sun rises at one end of the heavens and follows its course to the other end. Nothing can hide from its heat. 
the instructions of the Lord are perfect, reviving the soul. The decrees of the Lord are trustworthy, making wise the simple. The commandments of the Lord are right, bringing joy to the heart. The commands of the Lord are clear, giving insight for living. Reverence for the Lord is pure, lasting forever. The laws of the Lord are true, each one is fair. They are more desirable than gold, even the finest gold. They are sweeter than honey, even honey dripping from the comb. They are a warning to your servant, a great reward for those who obey them. How can I know all the sins lurking in my heart? Cleanse me from these hidden faults. Keep your servant from deliberate sins. Don't let them control me. Then I will be free of guilt and innocent of great sin. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleasing to you. O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Amen. As we head into another year, with various voices and songs ringing in our ears and temptations abounding both to vitriol and despair, I pray that the loudest sound we train ourselves to hear is that of truth and love, and that that is the melody to which we sing along, the lyric we memorize, and the rhythm to which we march and dance. Okay, I'm climbing off my soapbox now. And that's going to do it for this episode of the True Tunes Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Please take a minute to tell your friends and family about the show. Give us a good review at Apple, and you may be able to rate us on Spotify now if you listen there. I want to thank my co-producer, Bruce A. Brown, for not only his amazing work on this episode, but for another year in these musical trenches with me. And thanks, as always, to Phil Keggy and Rex Paul for our theme song. You can find a complete list of all of the music used on this episode on the show notes page at truetunes.com. And our deepest thanks goes out to all of the artists who keep writing and recording music for us during these challenging times. Please support the artists you appreciate. Join their Patreon programs, back their Kickstarter programs, see them when they can once again safely play in your town. And remember, the contents of the podcast are protected by U.S. copyright law and are the intellectual property of Gyroscope Productions, with the exception of songs or clips that are from previously copywritten materials, everything on this episode is used by permission or under fair use provisions. This program is intended for the private use of our listening audience. Gyroscope Productions can be reached at JJT at TrueTunes.com or P.O. Box 60401, Nashville, Tennessee 37206. Until next time, this is JJT inviting you to cling to the rock that is higher than all of us. Peace. Combination. World War Free. 
Yerf, Harold, Bruce, this is the sound of a campfire that I stoked all night last night coming out of my lungs right now. Dang it. <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> 